Hey everyone, it's Lily. Um, welcome back to this week's episode of the podcast. Um, this is week three. Yeah, week three. We're going strong. I am, you know, still really excited and happy to be doing this. Um, it still brings me joy. So, as long as it keeps bringing me joy, I'm going to keep doing it. So, as you can tell... by my voice I'm still getting over my sickness so just bear with me I know I know I'm loading up on um vitamin c and tea and honey and all that stuff so hopefully we'll be getting better so just like last week we're going to be doing the three segments the first segment the euphoria overview the second segment this week is going to be 10 things I love, just random things, and I'm going to explain to you guys, like, why I love them. And then the third, the wow segment, the words of wisdom. So, all right, stay tuned. All right, welcome to the first segment, the Euphoria Overview. So, this week was season two, episode seven, and if what happened last season which was only eight episodes and it's happening this season we are one episode away and I don't know about you guys but I'm seriously hating the idea of only eight episodes because I have so many questions that are unanswered and I feel like the show just needs too much detail for there to only be eight episodes a season you know what I'm saying so I don't know I'm kind of irked about that but Starting with a rating of the episode this week, it was different than what the past few episodes had been, and I really liked it. I liked how Lexi has like took charge of this episode, I guess you could say. So I'm gonna give it a good eight and a half out of ten. I really liked it. It was enjoyable. I actually watched it on my drive from Arkansas to Texas. So. I had some some good time to just sit there and uh, really like ponder about what the episode was about. So, as I like talked to my best friend about Lexi, the more I realized how similar her and I are. Like the feeling of being like in the background all the time, having the popular sibling, you know, the popular sibling looking different than you, things like that always being in, did I already say always being in the background? Well, anyways, that's what I mean, but just being under the radar, nobody really knowing who they are, and things like that, so as I'm, like, as we are going through the series with Lexi and seeing her grow more, the more I realize I'm a lot like her, so that was really interesting to, you know, watch for this episode. Um, Her play, I think she's so talented. I seriously, like, I see her going so far with screenwriting and directing and playmaking, things like that. Like, I could see her on Broadway because that's how talented she was. And I I like the twist of how she did it from a real perspective as somebody who saw it firsthand and, you know, was real about it. And she, she really didn't recognize all the bad parts you know she made the bad parts informational like 
the scene with Rue and explaining, you know, why she did drugs for for whatever reason, you know what I'm saying? So her I just I was in like I was speechless when it came to her play and the fact that she had been writing this whole thing while she was talking to Fez and him being so supportive of her and you know him like getting his his white shirt all pressed and his pants pressed and you know asking Faye tie or no tie I just thought that was so so cute and I hated how they didn't go they didn't give him a little bit more screen time because I wanted to know what was gonna happen like I felt like something big was about to happen but we weren't able to see it because you know that's just not where it was going another big part of the episode that really got to me was the Maddie and Cassie scene of Maddie like banging on Cassie's bathroom door and Maddie just like bawling crying say how could you be my best friend and and get with him like you know what he put me through you know what kind of person he is I don't know how you could do that and the more that I'm kind of thinking about Cassie and Nate's relationship the more I'm starting to hate it and the more I'm starting to really not like Cassie like I understand where she's coming from but I still don't like it if that makes sense like I don't no matter how good the guy makes you feel if he's a bad person that should just be an automatic no you know I've kind of am having a similar problem with that in my real life so it was really like eye-opening to see it on a screen and the emotion and the acting from both of them was so impactful like I was tearing up while I was driving and I was like having <laughs> I was like having to get tissues from my console and like wipe my eyes while I was driving it was so funny um but it really like it was really just, that scene was really impactful. Another part of the episode was Cassie and Nate, and Cassie, you know, giving herself completely over to Nate, which was another big reason why Cassie is going down my list. Um, she's just, she's just really showing the bad parts of, of herself, if you know what I'm saying. You know, the... Her giving up everything for this boy and letting him control every single part of her life. And, you know, the fact that when Nate saw the end of Lexi's play with the representation of him and the gym with the, I guess, homophobia or things like that, it was like he was so mad at her and he's like pack your crap like get out of my house I'm done we're done I'm done with you like that should have been a sign I mean he's been giving you the signs and you keep going back to him and I realize you know people actually go through this on the daily the the constant I don't even know how to put this like the constant bad bad person like just keep going back to them I guess and it's just a it's a really hard thing to see in real life and on a screen because you just want so much more for that person. 
but you know you can't tell them what to do they have to make up their own decisions so that was my little take on her and um seeing Rue sober while sitting in Lexi's um in the audience of Lexi's play was it, it was so nice to just see her be herself which I mean we've only ever seen her as druggy Rue and the fact that Lexi incorporated incorporated like the good parts of Rue and didn't just let didn't just let everybody see the bad parts of her and like I don't even know how to put this it's like it's like Lexi saw her for so much more than just the drugs and it was just it it was it was really nice honestly gosh I am I I'm like speechless because I don't I I don't know like what to say because it it was just so nice you know um so yeah that's Rue and uh oh gosh (laughs) anybody notice how this episode Jules didn't have one single line like we just saw her hear one thing from her and that's another thing I really didn't don't like is the fact that we've kind of just like cut the storyline on the whole situation with Rue oh my gosh Rue Elliot and Jules like there's we haven't gone back to that also where the freak is McKay like they just be dropping characters out here in the show and we don't even we don't even be seeing them like, I want to know what happened to McKay. Like, did they just, you know, in terms, did they talk about it? Well, I know they talked about it at the beginning of season two, like the episode one. But, like, there was nothing else between them. You don't see him again or nothing. Like, they just talk for maybe five minutes and then he's gone. You know what I mean? Like, I just, I don't even know what, what could be happening in the final episode because I feel personally like I have so many questions that are not answered and we literally have one episode left well anyways okay this is the end of segment one head over to segment two all right guys welcome to the second segment and this is going to be 10 things I love they're going to be all random It's going to be just things that, you know, maybe I use every single day. Things like just things that I absolutely love. So starting at number one, we have skincare. I am such a big skincare person. Like, I don't even think you guys know. I have to do it every single night before I go to bed. And in the mornings when I wake up, it's just it's what like gives me like a start jump into my day. So, especially Rodan and Fields. So, I got into Rodan and Fields when I was really struggling with my acne around probably the end of eighth grade was when it started to get, like, super bad because I just didn't understand my skin and I was using a lot of the wrong things and wasn't staying consistent. Um, So, my aunt, 
Aunt Rachel actually got me into it and I started using it. I started to clear up, started to see immediate, like, oh my gosh, what's the word I'm looking for? Oh my gosh, it's not coming to me, guys. Oh my gosh, like I just saw a lot of differences in my skin. So I use what's called like the teen basic. So it comes with a facial cleanser and then an acne serum treatment. So it's two different treatments. I don't exactly know what it is, but all I know is that it works. And I wash my face in the shower. I know a lot of people say, you know, don't wash your face in the shower, but personally, I've never had a problem with it. So I do it and really I don't think it really matters if we're being honest and then once I get out I put the ordinary niacinamide and zinc on first and sometimes if I'm extra dry I put hyaluronic acid on but I don't do that every single day but I do do the niacinamide and zinc I do that every day and then I will put on moisturizer every night so that's what I do and I love it I live by it so if any of you guys are wondering you know how to get your skin going in the right track you know you can reach out to me I would love to help you guys um because I just I know a lot about skincare because I I love it so much and I'm so passionate about it so yeah if you have any questions reach out I'd love to help you okay number two aquaphor lip balm so I don't know about you guys, but when it gets to the winter time, my lips start shriveling up. They get so dry and gross, and I'm licking them constantly, and it's just a battle between my lips. So I started to get into the um, Aquaphor lip balm, like the healing treatment stuff, and that really works. And gosh, I go through it about, I go through like one tube a month because I just love using it, and it makes me feel so good. I just uh, absolutely love it. So, okay, number three. You guys, if you don't know, the one thing about me is I stand for this band called Chase Atlantic. I live by them. So they absolutely, absolutely my favorite thing in the entire world. I live by them. Um, absolutely obsessed so the a lot of people who I introduce them to really don't like them and it baffles me because I just don't understand what's not to like about them but I mean everybody is allowed to have their own opinions and I stand by that you know I don't bash people when they like something I don't so I mean it's just it is what it is but the one reason I love them so much is because their music speaks to me, you know? You just have, like, that favorite artist because you can connect with their music. And that's what Chase does for me. So, like, I just can connect with their music and it makes me feel things that I don't feel when listening to other people. So that's why I love them so much. They also are completely um, independent artists, so there's three of them. There's the lead singer, Mitchell, and then the production person named Clinton, but he does literally everything. And then Christian, who sings and does guitar and instrumentals. So they all do, like, everything, but they kind of have distinct roles as well. So they 
produce all their own music, write all their own music, make their own videos, shoot their photo shoots. They do everything by themselves, and that's just why I love them so much. All right. Number four. (laughs) I feel like this is so basic, but Squishmallows, um, I know a lot of teenagers are into them right now. I don't know why I love them so much, honestly. They're so soft and like all the little characters are so cute like on my bed right now I have two I have a spider-man one and then it's like a green tie-dye dinosaur and I don't know if I could be able to go to sleep at night if I didn't have them that's how much I love them really don't know why I think it's because they're so soft like I really like laying on them they're they're so soft if you don't have a squishmallow definitely go get one all right number five the tv show Shit's creek right now i absolutely love it i'm obsessed with it because i feel like i connect with the son named david so much like i feel like if he was a girl it would be me or if i was a boy i would be him like the way he responds to people is so funny the entire show is just so iconic it's so funny i love it so so much if you haven't watched it yet you guys should definitely check it out um it's on netflix there's six seasons. It's kind of like a stand, not stand up. It's kind of like a sitcom, sort of, not really. It's like very simple stuff, and uh, I don't, it's just so good. You guys need to go watch it. Okay, number, number six. Um, along with the TV show aspect, I freaking love stupid reality TV shows like Love is Blind on Netflix, Too Hot to Handle on Netflix, um, on HBO Max, F-Boy Island. Um, gosh, like I w- could, The Bachelor, The Bachelorette, all those like stupid, stupid reality TV shows I live by. I could watch them. I binge watch them, like could finish a whole season an entire day. I just absolutely love it so, so much. Okay, number seven are crystals. If you guys also don't know, I'm a very, like, um, holistic person. I'm into, you know, manifesting crystals, um, yoga, energy. Like, I'm such a, I'm a very, like, hippie person, I guess you could say. So crystals have always been, like, a really deep thing for me. And... It's not for everyone. Like, you have to have a bond with your crystals and understand them and have them understand you. It's a really weird thing to talk about because a lot of people don't believe in them, but I do because I have been having straight anxiety attacks or panic attacks, and I'll grab, like, um, my aquamarine, and I'll hold it in my hand, and it will just, like, take that energy out of me, and it will calm me down, and I'll pass out, like, immediately. So that's what made me like really start to love them so also if you guys are looking into you know that kind of things also reach out to me because I could give you like beginner points that I learned when I was just starting okay number eight lavender the smell the oil the plant like anything lavender I absolutely love like when I go to sleep I put lavender oil behind my ears and I put it in my oil diffuser and it diffuses all night long. I have lavender smelling um, perfumes, lotions, lip balms, um, lavender body washes. Like, it's crazy how obsessed I am with the smell lavender. Like, uh, I can't even. I love lavender. 
so, so much. It's so calming. It's so calming. It's so, like, peaceful. It just, it just brings this calmness over me whenever I smell it or I have it on me, you know? Okay, number nine, driving. So recently, I think last weekend or so, I drove from Arkansas back to Texas, and it was so therapeutic for me. I was nervous to start, but then once I got going and I was in a flow of just continuous driving, I was so content and calm, and I just love driving now because of that. The idea of just being able to control the situation, like you're controlling how you're driving, and I can control what I'm listening to. I can control the temperature of my car. I, like, I don't know. There's just something therapeutic about driving by myself, and I just had a lot of fun with it. And I used to, I, I mean, I've always loved driving, but I used to just get annoyed with it, but now it's just an overwhelming love for driving. All right, last one, number 10 sports cars. I have found myself obsessing over sports cars lately, like watching sports car videos, racing videos, watching people fix up cars. I don't know why. The idea of just having a really, like, really cool car, it's so cool to me. For Like, I want one so bad. Like, my dream is to have a wide-body SRT Challenger all blacked out like black rims, tint really black, black um, exterior with like a matte black stripe down the middle. Oh my God. I would freaking, I would give an arm and a leg for that. You're not like, I'm not even kidding with you guys. Absolutely love them. All right. This is the end of segment two. So we're going to head over to segment three where we're going to close out with our wow All right, we are entering the third segment. And today, to kind of go along with, you know, me talking about the things that I loved, I have our wow quote, and it's about deciding to live. So here it is. Deciding to live means slowing down and noticing the gifts of each ordinary day, listening as people speak, noticing their quirks and artistry, tasting your food and feeling her touch, offering and receiving love, no guarantees, no more hiding, no wishing yourself away, fully receiving the sacred gift of today. So it doesn't say this, this um, like little quote, it doesn't say who it's by, but I did not come up with it. Let's just get that out of the way. But that quote, it's really, I like it a lot because a lot of people I think don't live for themselves, if you know what I'm saying. I feel like we as teenagers, we live for others because we're scared that we won't get accepted as ourselves. And I feel like that's a stereotype or an idea in people that needs to be shut down completely because I feel like you can't like somebody if they're not themselves. And I feel like people need to stop thinking they have to be liked. Because honestly, I've gone through... I've gone through my teenage years as being that person who changed for other people and now I'm at a point now where if you don't like me for who I am then screw you forget about you I'm done like I don't need you if you're not gonna love me for who I am so if you're one of those people who's struggling with that aspect of trying to be somebody you're not just to get affection from others to get love from others to get 
accepting acceptance from others i i just want you to know that you don't have to do that we live in a world today where everything is being accepted so i just want you to know that you can be yourself if that person doesn't like you because you're not being yourself then literally screw them they don't deserve you every single person is worth more than words can describe if you don't feel like that then i just need to instill it in you i'm going to be that person i'm going to i'm going to give you that love that you need and accept you for who you are so you can understand how truly loved and grateful the earth is to have you today tomorrow every single day so that uh, i just i really liked that quote because it just like i said it it just opens up people's eyes to seeing, you know, to live for themselves, you know, listening as people speak, finding that little joys that people say, I mean, using your senses to find little joys, what you see today, what you hear today, what you taste today, what you feel today, you know, that could be physical or that could be emotional, what you're feeling on the inside or what you're physically feeling like touching the grass on a warm day feeling the energy from the earth go through your fingertips things like that um no more hiding like i said we're not hiding anymore if you're listening to this podcast we're going to make it our mission to not hide our true selves anymore we're not going to wish ourselves away because we love who we are and we're going to live for us as our individual and fully receiving the sacred gift of today. You know, a lot of people don't wake up. They go to sleep and they don't wake up. That could be illness. That could be mental illness because they let depression get the best of them. So literally just waking up another day is such a sacred gift because like I said, you could not wake up. So I we need to, we as humans need to be grateful for waking up every day and making the most of every day, if you get what I'm saying, because you never know when it's going to be your last. So as I close this out, I'm just going to reread it to you guys again, because that's just, that's what I'm going to do. Okay. Deciding to live means slowing down and noticing the gifts of each ordinary day, listening as people speak, noticing their quirks and artistry, Tasting your food and feeling her touch. Offering and receiving love, no guarantees. No more hiding, no more wishing yourself away, and fully receiving the sacred gift of today. Ugh, gosh, that gave me goosebumps because it's it's so, like, eye-opening. Hearing that goes into my brain, and it's, like, physically opening my eyes and telling me, you know, how many days I wake up and I don't appreciate that I'm awake. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not living. So I'm going to take that quote and I'm going to put it into this week. And I hope you guys do the same. I hope you guys are excited for this euphoria finale because I know I am. I'm scared crapless because I'm nervous I'm not going to like it because I feel like it's just been so short. Um, But, you know, we're going to do it. We're going to do it. All right, you guys, I absolutely love every single one of you guys and stay tuned for next week when we have our next episode.